Hello, Brooklyn. This is Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, Episode 7, A Fluid Situation. Hey, guys. Uh, we're back for Episode 7. Uh, we have a guest today. Uh, we're going to go over um, the recaps of the last two games with the Hawks and the Pistons. And then we're going to get into some NBA banter as well, because that's what we do here. We banter and we have fun. <laughs> um, first off, we have our guest, uh, Brooklyn and Prospect Heights residents. Brian Sabella. Welcome. What's up, everybody? Welcome. How you doing now? Welcome. Justin. What's up, bud? What's going on? How's, uh, how's life in Brooklyn? How's, how are things right now? Life's good. Yeah? Had some Bergen bagels last week. Ooh. Delicious. <laughs> Bergen bagels. <laughs> they're, they're opening up a new location. Yeah. You hear about I don't, I'm not going. Right, I'm right on my subway stop. I'm excited for that. Wait, which right where is the corner. this one going to be? It's uh, north of the Barclays Center on uh, Fulton and Washington. Washington, yeah. Yes. Right, right on the corner. Yeah. As long as they don't touch any of the talent that's at Bergen, the original Bergen, to bring them down there, we're fine. I think they're moving the whole store. <laughs> we're breaking up. We're bringing, and you and I are breaking up. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, this is not in the pocket, no. Um, but thanks for joining No, seriously, thanks for coming on. Uh, I know we've been trying to get you on for the last six podcasts. <laughs> uh, because the reason being is you are a Knicks fan living in the heart of of the Brooklyn Nets arena. Oh, yeah. I'm not drinking that Kool-Aid. You're not drinking I'm not that Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. And um, so, why don't you tell us a little bit about your NBA fandom with the Knicks and your love affair with uh, Tyson Chandler. Oh, <laughs> I should talk bad about Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> been a Knicks fan forever. Uh, mm-hmm. Started watching early 90s probably and Charles Smith and Charles Oakley oh. and Big Pat was still around with those awesome knee pads of his and the yes. flat top with the ramp going up the side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the saddest days of my Knicks fan was when they traded Charles Oakley for uh, Marcus Camby. I still have no idea why they did He became that. a Raptor, right? Yeah. 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 They traded him for a younger, skinnier version of himself. I mm-hmm. understood that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Camby is greatness. He was born in Hartford like Justin and I were. So, yeah, he you know. you and went to UMass. Who goes to UMass? <laughs> we, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we don't talk mean, about that. Uh, yeah, 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 he could he could have went to UConn. He could have went to UConn, but you know. Anyways, so you you were a Knicks fan you through and through. You stuck it out during the Isaiah years as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was your What was your highlight from that? Because there's you know there's a couple when he got fired. Okay, big moment. Big moment. Big moment for me. There was a couple of Steve Francis moments in the oh, other Steve Francis had a couple of running three pointers because mm-hmm. you know they never took an actual set shot or ran a set play. And was he there for three years as the coach? I don't. Know. You guys had a lot of all stars. You had Marbury. You yeah, had ten years after they were all stars. Penny had, Hardaway was don't on forget the team. Tracy McGrady. T oh, Mac was a Nick don't too. Jalen wow, Rose. Jalen Rose. Man, it was like a carousel of talent oh, that just sure. never wanted to play together. <laughs> <laughs> I blame Stefan Marbury for all that. Him and his face tattoo. Blame uh, it on Marbury. I think I'm right. Well, I mean, if you don't have a pair of Starberries, you know, you haven't really lived. So I don't oh, know. I had a pair of Starberries. Yeah, okay. Uh, they were like 12 bucks at Dave & Buster. Uh, Stephen Barry's, what was it? No, yeah, Stephen Barry's. Oh, Barry's. Stephen Barry's. Barry's. Were, Buster's. Maybe you brought them to Dave & Buster's and did a, did, played <laughs> that basketball have, game. I may have won them at Buster's. With the Starberries, yes. Um, that's Did you cool. see when Marber actually wore them in a game? He sprained his ankle. <laughs> that's because the material on those sneakers—it's like it's like paper thin. They're, they're made of cardboard. <laughs> yeah, that was a debate with uh, LeBron James. Uh, came out like, "Oh, my one hundred fifty dollars shoes are better than twenty because you don't break your ankle." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, you had uh, you had a sports blog before oh, for yeah. this, yeah. 
Oh yeah, I did that what? for like a year and a half or so. That was that was fun. That and was fun. What do you want to plug that uh, RIP sports blog? No, I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> plug the non-existent sports blog. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to laugh, go check out hamsterrealsports.com. It's not the website anymore. Please don't think it's the not website anymore. Think. It is not the sports blog anymore. There's a package but there for it, you. It's, a, it's actually a picture of Enom. Yeah. Right yep. Yep. So you it is. Really get it a is. Feel for but the man is behind the voice, <laughs> behind the curtain, <laughs> behind the steel cor- curtain. So um, it's been a it's been a good uh, stretch of games for those Knicks. Uh, yeah, right yeah, now. that last game was awesome. They played great that last game. Yeah, I'm not talking about <laughs> any other game prior to yeah. that. Good stretch. That's not true. AKA. I mean, they played really good against the Thunder, right. even without Carmelo. Right. Um, and then that moron decided he had to play against Denver. He was trying to man up and play yeah. against Denver. He, he tried the same thing against Golden State the game before as well, right? I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah. I, it was really nice about that bad stretch they had. It was on the West Coast, and the game started like 11. Right. So I didn't feel the need to watch them. Yeah. I could just check out my recaps the next day. Yeah, it's a tough thing on the East Coast watching West when the, when the teams go out to the West Coast. Or or it's a gift in the tired. case of that four-game stretch for the next. Tiring. Um So tired. How, how do you feel uh, about the Brooklyn Nets uh, being what? Ten minute walk from you as well. No, I think it's adorable. Oh. It's adorable. It's adorable. <laughs> First of all, that arena is hideous. What, what is this brown, mm. rusty curtain thing around the outside? That is ugly. That that is a valid point to some some spectators. Some viewers or people who have seen the arena. Have you seen it at night though? Have you seen the glow? Oh, it's pretty cool at night. I mean, the inner part, you know, the part you can't mm-hmm. see from the outside. Yes, is very nice. Yeah. You get that little blue, whatever that thing of a jigger is. I don't know, but it's ugly. it looks like a uh, like an alien ship sometimes. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're com- they're coming from Independence Day, but you know that was a good movie. So <laughs> <laughs> talk about we could do a whole podcast. Big Willie Sell all of it. Um, but yeah, uh, I think um, I, th- I think it's really interesting that you're able to uh, live in the lion's den. Well, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, you you have a whole bunch of friends that are in the neighborhood, and like, how do you think the community has taken in the Brooklyn Nets, and um, how how does that make you feel as a Knicks fan? You know, the, the, it's funny. The ones that have really taken to the Nets were never really diehard or hardcore Knicks fans. Right. It's a lot of right. people who like basketball. I'm like, oh, I'll go see a Nets game. It hasn't been anyone yet who's like. You know, Spike Lee hasn't put on his Nets jersey just yet. I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, that's going to happen. You well, Mr. Chris Rock come down or anything. I'm, I'm standing with Spike and Chris. Right. I'm not putting on that Nets jersey. You know who has put on Nets stuff? Uh-huh. Who's this? Jay Biebs. Justin Bieber. Oh. <laughs> is that a good thing or bad thing? I don't know <laughs> if it is or not but <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll keep Chris Rock. You can have Bieber. You can have the Biebs. But, I mean, we got to... If we're going to do celebrities... Versus who's there and who isn't. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That can go for days. Sure, sure. But, you know, the only one that matters is, you know, if Biggie Smalls were alive today, he would be wearing a Brooklyn Nets <laughs> All right? Come on. But in the absence of Biggie, you guys have that night for some strange reason. As Designed by Marvel. Yes. What, why? The Brooklyn Knight. Why? Why? Because we're Brooklyn Knights. Do you get it? Because Brooklyn has nighttime <laughs> yeah. like the rest of the world. Yes, that's well. I, I mean, don't understand this whole night thing. Yeah, and you also not the Brooklyn Knights, you also the don't Knights. like the uniforms, right? Oh, let me, don't get me started. <laughs> I am getting you started. <laughs> as well. It's like a bad cartoon in the newspaper on a Tuesday. It's black and white garbage, unimaginative. 
Well, what would you have the colors be, Mr. Not black and white. Mm. A little flare in there. A little flare. Everyone likes the Oregon Duck uniform. You get some highlighter. See what Notre Dame's doing now? <laughs> well, Notre Dame's got yeah, the was, camouflage oh and the highlighter oh in one. Oh, my God. All right. They're just, they got the polar opposites together. Camouflage and highlighter in one. Well, I... I I appreciate your opinion, but I don't think fashion is where where you're no, at no, right no, now. No, no. <laughs> so. no, I think I think it's cool what the Nets are here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, good for them. I mean, they put together you know a pretty solid team in a really short amount of time from where they were and yeah. what they're doing now. It's pretty good. And do you think uh, what are their chances uh, going into the playoffs? You know, you know, it's, it's all, not a lock yet. Come but down to who wins that Atlantic. Yeah, whoever wins that Atlantic gets to the second round. Whoever doesn't, probably going out. So you're saying that there's a chance, even though we're just one game behind right now. Sure, no, there's a chance. There's uh, a the chance. Nets could win the Atlantic Division. Absolutely, but before the Nets, I worry about the Celtics. But yeah. that's a whole other topic. You know, I wouldn't worry about the Celtics knowing that Jason Terry is not going to be standing for a couple days. <laughs> so. But did you see how they almost beat the Heat last night without Kevin Garnett? That's true. Jeff Green. Jeff Green had 43 points. 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 That was very uh, high. You're not always going to be able to count on Jeff Green scoring 30 points, but right. he's an average and all. But right. So you think you think it's a it's a toss up in the land division between those three oh, yeah, three horses right there. Right there, and the Knicks are hurting. Then Darren Williams is finally playing basketball again. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think he was playing basketball for the first. Five no, I th- I think he decided to turn on you know some uh, some superpowers that he has. Yeah, he locked them sort of Decided to do some sit ups and mm-hmm. uh, play some maybe basketball he's talking again. to the Brooklyn Knight. You know, <laughs> so. Inspirational speech. From yeah. Brooklyn <laughs> um, to smite people. Yeah, we're, I mean us. Us uh, Nets fans, we're proud of uh, Darren uh, playing after the All-Star break. He's been the best player. And I would say before the All-Star break, Carmelo, in the first quarter of the season, easily was one of the best players, MVP candidate. And now I I read an article uh, the other day that his injury is just getting knee drained, but uh, some doctor, orthopedics, who didn't evaluate the knee, but is outside opinion, saying that he could possibly have an MCL tear, or uh, a fracture in there. I mean, those are the two things that go mm-hmm. coincide with the the draining of the knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a medical expert. They don't pay me to do and that. And I question that too. So. That was an outside. Some of it was just that never actually yeah. like died, like got to see him yeah. in, per- right. in, in person. It's basically just an outsider. It's just random doctor's opinions. I don't know how valid that really is. Well, I mean, it was it was published in a paper, so <laughs> and it was on the internet. It was on the internet. <laughs> so it made a few blogs. So you know it's legit. It was retweeted. It was retweeted by Brooklyn Rebound. So uh, therefore there's oh. some there's some validity to it. It's made its way to Twitter. <laughs> then you know. Then you know. Then you know. Um, so what are your feelings on if the Knicks you know, I, hopefully Melo comes back because I, I would like to see the full team come back. Mm-hmm. You guys have a lot of injuries going on there. Yeah, what do you think about the Knicks medical staff? <laughs> what medical staff? I think they should trade for the Phoenix Suns medical staff, but apparently everyone gets better there. Uh, their injuries are just... I mean, the Melo Tyson Chandler thing is crazy, but here's my other thing. I think Mike Woodson needs to get a little bit criticism mm. about all his injuries. I mean, yeah. they're like, don't play Amari for more than 25, 30 Yeah, why minutes. has he gotten a free pass? I don't get that, really. Why did Mike... I mean, Mike... Because, see, they turned him around so quickly after D'Antoni. And that 18-5 and five start was huge. 18-5, and 18-4, right. whatever right. it was. You know, they came out of the gate so strong. And then, I mean, he played Amari a little too much. You know, Melo said, my knee really hurts. Melo's <laughs> never come out of the game. They had Bayon right. on the radio that he's like, that boy That's... has never said, I need to come out, Coach. Right. His entire right. life. Yeah, and, you know he he asked to come out of the game. Winston said, "No, you're you're staying in." 
Well, thanks, Coach. It's like, it's like in Varsity Blues with John Voigt just putting <laughs> steroids in everybody's legs. Well, I mean, you got to you got to do what it takes sometimes, you know. Sure. For, for, and Melo Melo has that testimony fortitude to absolutely to play as strong. And even when he's confronted about you know serial topics, he he's really aggressive <laughs> about that stuff. So he's mellow. He's mellow. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean that those two. Tyson and Carmelo are the big injuries for me. Kurt Thomas, I mean, the guys played like three minutes a game. Good Granted, old, crazy guys, good old crazy guys. Yeah, last night he played awesome, but yeah. I mean, the guy hasn't had more than a three-inch vert since he was like twenty-five, and yep. the season is not going to hinge on Kurt Thomas. You guys got Kmart. What do you what do you think of that acquisition? I love Kenyon Martin. Yeah, yeah. Kenyon oh, Martin makes me think of a like Charles Oakley if he was just on speed. And mm-hmm. Charles Oakley is one of my all-time favorite Knicks because he's just he's everywhere. Right. You turn around and the guy and he's. He didn't play all season, and I have no idea how no one picked this guy up. Because yeah. he is everywhere. He can guard anybody. He can switch on any pick and roll Absolutely. and just uh, and, get in someone's face. Yeah, and yeah. He's, a, he's a tough guy. You see him out there. He's throwing elbows, and he's fighting for rebounds, and he's getting in people's faces. Right. And, I mean, look what he did against Blake Griffin. He held Blake Griffin at 10 points, 12 points. Held mm-hmm. Al Jefferson to 6 points. And Yeah, no one's calling Blake Griffin soft, but maybe Kenny Martin knew some chicken trades from playing with him last year or... Whatever it may be, it works. It works. Put, put an elbow on a young guy's face. <laughs> that's all you have to do. That's, that's what Kenny Martin learned. Yeah. That's, that's what he does, you know. I that's, mean, that like, sounds like old-school mixed defense, basically. That's it. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a throw, you can see he's a throwback kind of player. Right. There's not a lot of guys like that in the league right now. And right. I, I love him. I love the addition. I'm mad they didn't do it sooner. For for what? For Ronnie Brewer and hang on to Chris Copeland and this thought that Rasheed Wallace is going to come back and mm. magically save the season. I don't know what well, this... I hope for uh, comic relief Rasheed Wallace does make it back. <laughs> I know earlier in the season there was a clip of uh, Rasheed, like, they were on their 5-1, and one, I think they were 5-1 and one at the time, and Rasheed hadn't played a minute yet, and then Mike Woodson just says to him, boy, you want to come in? <laughs> and then Rasheed just takes off his, his uh, warm-ups and says, Let's go. <laughs> that's that's it. That's I mean that's 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 Rasheed Wallace being being himself, but it's hilarious to many people. Speaking of Mike Woodson, have you seen the T-shirts of Mike Woodson yet? No. <laughs> I think they're just kind of gag ones floating around the locker room, but it's it's Mike Woodson and it's just his head with these tiny little ears and it's his giant goatee. You know that awesome beard that yeah, he's got. Yeah. And his pre is a private barber. That hangs out in the next locker room and trim, trims his beard for him every day, nice. and they made these shirts up and it's hysterical. Nice, nice. It's nice. awesome. And they make fun of him because when you look straight on, you can't really see his ears. So it's just kind of a head. It's just a head. Giant beard. Oh, giant beard. It's kind of like uh, I think uh, Nash had something like that when he got busted on his forehead. They had a band aid and just had his mm-hmm. hair and just a blank face. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, I probably won't buy that. I may want to. I'll laugh at it though. I don't think it's for sale. I don't no. know. But I don't know if you. I don't know if you could handle one. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wear. It. I wouldn't touch it in my life. <laughs> um, so, in in terms of the rivalry, do you think there's a rivalry now? Is it like I think they want there to be one, but I don't think it's there yet. Mm-hmm. For me, I mean, the regular season games have been good, but the big the rivalry comes from when you meet in the playoffs finally. You that's know, a good point. Yeah, that's, that's where it finally comes from, and they haven't done that yet. When it does happen, there's definitely going to be a rivalry. Yeah, because you know, fans of both teams are going to find their way to into each other's arenas. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to be a crowd's going to be crazy. It's yeah. going to be a mixed crowd. It's going to be like a Yankee Met game. It's going to be nuts. Uh, I'm a Mets fan. I know that's not nuts for us, <laughs> us Mets fans. <laughs> that's just senile to even go watch that game. So, um, luckily, there's less of those now. So. 
four games a year. But anyways, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it's going to be like a Subway Series kind of feel. Yeah. Um, Once it happens, it's going to be good. I mean, anytime you see those playoff rivalries, when they shoot up, it's awesome. I mean, Knicks Heat, Knicks Pacers. Those, those and we could see a lot of those uh, reunited this year now that the Bulls, Pacers, Heat, you know, Knicks. Well, everyone are, plays for second in the Eastern Conference behind the Heat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So do you think that's the way the end of the season is going to go? <laughs> Miami's just going to roll over the competition? They, they, they look too disgusting right now. Yeah. They, LeBron James is ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's not even fair. He's everywhere at all times. I don't know how he does it. And he was that way last year, but he's that this year by a lot more and he has Ray Allen on his side and Birdman for some reason too yeah. Birdman is just I, I don't know where Birdman came from how, the guys like Birdman and Kenyon Martin it's like how have no one picked up on these guys and what they do is they come out they run the floor mm-hmm. they play great defense on the other team's best player I think it's a fear complex I think the GMs are scared of these people of their tattoos <laughs> of Birdman's <laughs> of just Kenyon Martin's you know uh, bravado basically and uh, maybe and then maybe the neck tattoos for Birdman <laughs> I don't know if you saw the uh, the Harlem Shake where he was in it, but he wore a uh, a gas mask. <laughs> so I mean, everyone else dressed up pretty playfully. Mario Chalmers was a Super Mario, but Birdman was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go rob everyone in this video," <laughs> and he had, he had some classic kind of weapon. Birdman. Yeah, classic Birdman. Yeah, that's why no one picked him up. Um, but yeah, I I think I I I hope. I hope we see them in the playoffs. I hope we see the Knicks oh, in the playoffs. That would be amazing series. Uh, currently, what's the standings for them? We got, uh, I think it's the... Nets are a game back right now. Yeah. It's just so tight right now. I mean, this, these last couple weeks, if, anything could happen. If it's a 2-3, if it's a two three, I think it's more likely that the Knicks-Nets could play in the second round, which yeah. what we would want, because then my tickets uh, go skyrocket, and I'm able to go, to, go be there at the game. <laughs> And say, hey, I was in the hottest ticket, you know, playoff. Oh, the hottest ticket, huh? The hottest ticket. The hottest ticket. Although. It, the ugliest arena and cashed in uh, the hottest ticket. Well, once you once you go to the arena, you'll be, you'll say it's ugly maybe on the outside, but the food. Yeah. Magnifique. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's important. It's yeah. important. The food is very important. Yeah. I'll give you that. But we appreciate you joining us today on the podcast. We're going to definitely have some uh, chatter, I think, you know, towards the playoffs on maybe if that Absolutely. happens. We'll get you on here and get your thoughts on the the seedings and the matchups. Mm, what yeah. matchup? Yeah. Nothing. It's going down. Oh, it's not going to happen. Oh, right. okay. All right. A little trash talk to end to end, <laughs> end this conversation, but <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. It's it's going down. Uh, and uh, I say uh, I hope Melo gets better, but you guys are going to be dropping to the fifth seed, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> because you guys are in free fall right now about this injury, so. Uh, We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But Jared Smith is going to shoot like fifty shots a game, and we're going to be that. That usually is a winning formula. Absolutely, as the Nuggets found out. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. But thanks again for joining us. Absolutely, Brian. I appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. All right. Rebound. 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 Rebound.